0: Welcome. Um <laughs> hello. Right. So let's give you an overview. So my name is Nicola, but a lot of people call me Nick, and I'm 22 years old. I live in Essex. Um, which is in the UK and I've lived there my whole life. I know, pretty boring. I live with my fiancé, his name's Jay. I should probably mention him because he's going to be on and off of these podcasts. So what do I do? So I have worked um, in a hospital for the past four years um, and I'm also at uni trying to finish my degree to become a registered nurse. Um, so, yeah, so I've decided to do this because I just love listening to podcasts. I've been listening to them for the last year or so. And I'm like, I'm going to give this a try. Um, and I thought, what better way to do it than telling people all the weird shit that I see on a daily basis um, at work, in my daily life. Like, why not? <laughs> um, and I, I will go into like certain medical explanations. So, you know, we're bringing a bit of education into it. Um, my God, I'm so fucking weird. So, I have decided I'm going to call this a plog. Yep, that's it. P-L-O-G. Not a blog with a B. And not a vlog with a V. Because I'm not going to be videoing myself. I'm not going to be writing anything down. I want to speak. And I want to basically document my week and just I don't know it might be interesting it might be not um so yeah so this is what I've made up the word plug it's a podcast blog so I'll be doing this weekly blog. Uh, and it's not your usual sit down hour to hour podcast but little snippets of my week all rolled into a tasty burrito Um, And I think this is probably something my friends and family can listen to as well if they want to listen to something like this, just to kind of hear about my random stories or random parts of my week or how I felt, because I'm just going to be really transparent and real because there's no point. Do you know, I'm going to tell you when I'm happy, I'm going to tell you when I'm sad, I'm going to tell you when I'm pissed off or something weird's happened in my life, or something weird's happened at work, something interesting's happened at, at work, something I've learned, some, some new medical condition or something like that. I just think it'd be pretty cool. Um, Yeah, and I apologise in advance because I ramble. I'm a talker, but yeah, that's just me. <laughs> so... Every week won't start like this as obviously this first episode, we're just getting introductions out of the way Um, and I'm just coming to the end of my week off. So this is kind of giving me time to think through everything and get this podcast sorted out. Um, So today it is Wednesday um, and I'm currently off and I'm doing some uni work, but I'm doing um, a couple of bank shifts at the end of the week. So a bank shift is basically um, overtime hours in the NHS. So I'm doing that at the end of my annual leave week, you know, for a bit of monies, because I'm actually trying to save up for a new tattoo. So, yeah, so I don't know, like, what else is going to really happen today. Probably not a lot, but um, you'll definitely hear some more over the next few days. Um, So you'll be hearing this on... Monday well I mean you can hear it you're going to hear it whenever whenever you decide to listen to it but I'm going to release um like a weekly plug this sounds so weird <laughs> every Monday um and that means that you'll hear the summary of my previous week I don't really know how this is gonna go I don't think anyone is doing a podcast like this um but we'll never know if we try so, like I said, it is Wednesday, the fifteenth of July, twenty twenty, at the moment, um, and yeah, nothing really interesting going on today. I'm doing uni work. I'm being very, like, no, I am pro- I am procrastinating. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, Jay is at a head office uh, meeting, so when he comes home later, I can introduce you to him, and. See if we have any interesting conversations because we just have some weird conversations sometimes. And sometimes I think, I wish that was recorded. I'd love to listen back and hear whatever shit we were talking about this evening. Um but yeah. So it's a bit later on now and um Jay's home and we've just had dinner. I just made this chicken, bacon, and spinach pasta thing, which was quite nice actually. Did you like it?
1: Yeah, mate. you
0: good. Um, yeah, I just wanted us to sit down and like both of us to talk and like, who are you? Like, what what, what do you do? Who am I?
1: Well, you live with me. So, it <laughs> what, weird like, if what, like.
0: what do you do for a living? <laughs> Sounds like we're on a date.
1: So, I work in the vaping industry. Uh, I work for a company called Phoenix, which they've got like a load of stores. And my primary job is to help people make the switch from smoking to vaping or help people find a better setup or e-liquids to, to keep their vaping journey going. It's Pretty much what I do. More sort of social media manager for the company. So uh, what I like to do in my spare time is I have my own YouTube channel where I review hardware for the industry, e-liquids, uh, I do podcasts. Um, <clears throat> and now, today's been a really long day. I was up at head office that Nick mentioned earlier because what they want to do now is they want me to basically do what I've been doing as a hobby for the company. So the company now has that outlet for social media. Uh, that's pretty much what I do. That and sleep a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. So basically, I, I haven't really mentioned this either, but um, because you're like, you're a uh influencer yourself kind oh, of thing i hate that word
1: okay i won't call it i that word. hate that all word. right all
0: right okay influence you sound like i'm trying to sell you like
1: dodgy <laughs> teeth white and stuff on instagram <laughs> okay
0: like. i don't know what to call it <clears throat> but like you like you're a youtuber um but you also speak with people in your community through instagram
2: yeah. so jay
0: does daily instagram um kind of vlogs but it's like daily instagram stories yeah it's
1: instagram stories um, just kind of updates of what i think needs to be spoke about or something i want to share with people follow me
0: so yeah and he just does it with such ease but he's been doing it for so long now and like kind of like what i wanted to I explain still suck was, at it though
1: are no, you don't like, no genuinely like even today i was up at head office i, I know the people i've worked with them for years <clears throat> some of them lesser than more lesser than others obviously but I still don't have the confidence just to go, oh, here's my area manager. I'm just going to whip my phone out and stick a camera in his face and be like, oh, this is Pete. Well, this is what he does. It's just a different... Even though he'd be cool with it. Yeah. I just haven't got that. There's I certain feel like... aspects or certain things in my day where I feel comfortable talking to myself Yeah. rather than in a room full of people.
0: I feel like that's something that I'm going to struggle to kind of... I don't know, get used to. Because yeah, I, I want to, like, for example, I was saying today that on Friday I'm working with a good friend. Um and I was I, I just want both of us to have like a quiet moment at work and um just chat, like speak about our shift, ask her if anything weird's happened that day or anything interesting. Um but yeah, it's just getting used to actually asking someone, hey, like do you mind speaking into my phone for like five Even 10 like minutes? Even like I said to you, it's a case <laughs>
1: of um the more you do it. The more comfortable it is, and it will be a case of you just set your phone <clears> down and say, "Look, I just want to continue this conversation, but it's for my plug which I really don't like." That's such a weird you word. Like it. it just sounds so weird. I get what you're trying to do, and I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I've been trying to get you on social media like properly
0: because I've been saying so long. The, yeah, this is what I was gonna say. Like I've been kind of saying this for a while, like. I want to kind of get myself out there and speak about something. And like a podcast recently it was just this avenue I really wanted to go down. I just didn't really know what to do. Like I'm really interested in like true crime as well. Like, I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. Um, but I don't know if that's something that I could personally do or without, without sounding lazy, but have time in the day to actually research to do no, just no because... Chance. No I've chance. got such a busy life. it take
1: you weeks to get one podcast done because you yeah, do have limited time to research. That's
0: the problem with yeah. uni and work and social, you know, trying to have a social life, not that I have a massive one.
1: You go through fits and starts. Do you know reminds, what I mean? It winds me up a little. Because you won't have a social life for ages and then <laughs> you just go, oh, I'm not going to see you for like four years because I'm just going to go do everything I've not had a chance to do in six <laughs> months. And I'm like, cool, I like, do you do you. But it's just, it's always a wave. It's never like a continuous one day a week or whatever it's just like I haven't seen humans that aren't ill or dying for the last three weeks so I'm just gonna go on a massive binge and yeah. I'm like yeah cool do thing.
0: so yeah I was thinking well it kind of does make sense to speak about my job speak about nursing because the amount of times that I've come home and told you something you're like what the fuck <laughs> like oh or...
1: you've got some mad stories man and you, you might think they're boring because you deal with it every day, but you've got to realize that when you come home to me, I'm just an average show that works in a See, like just in retail. So I don't hear this sort of stuff.
0: There's like a I'm at the minute. Obviously, I haven't really started this properly, especially like the more nursing side. But I don't know what to explain. Like I don't know. I, I like a part of me wants to explain everything. Like like you say for your ad, average show. But like for example, well, I don't know. I don't know what my audience is going to be. Is it going to be nursing people? Is it going to be, you know, not non-nursing well, to start with, people? It like, will be
1: your friends and family, and it will. Yeah, blow. of course. Yeah. But you've got a kind of it's, it. The power is with you. So if you don't want to explain it all, then don't. Yeah, but like but, for
0: example, if let's just say I, like an example, let's just say I was at work and I said, "Oh, this patient came in with enough." Right.
1: Well, I don't know what that is. Exactly.
0: I would say that someone at work and they know that what that means. But if I came home and spoke to you, I'd say, "Oh yeah, this patient today came in with a neck of the neck of femur fracture," and you still probably wouldn't know what that means. And then I'd (laughs) describe it, yeah, even more in detail. Do you know what I mean? So it's like when I'm talking on the podcast, I'm like, "Do I really describe it?" I I think I probably
1: will. Trial and error. Yeah. You get I, I people d- saying, look, I, I like... I don't you.
0: want to be too jargony. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but then I don't not. want to be too, like... It's the same thing with my job. Obvious.
1: Like, it's the same thing with my job and, and why I do socially, like... On social media, I mean, not socially. I don't have a social life. Um, <laughs> it's the same sort of thing because I could sit here and talk about ohms and, and sort of all the jargony parts of vaping. Mm. Obviously, there's not as much as med- like medicine in general. No, by no stretch of the imagination. But if a, I've got to think of it. If a brand-new customer comes in my store who wants to make a switch and never, doesn't even know what a vape is, I'm not going to start going, oh, you want like a 1.2-ohm coil and this... E-, this is like, what I'm what saying. Is this this is about? what I'm
0: saying. Like, you read the person. Yeah, you've got to ease into it. I it know. It your audience. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that. I guess so.
1: The way I see it, from what you explained, is obviously little updates for the week.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I would, I would personally look at it as though... You were recapping what just happened for yourself. So if you was to go yeah, back to it, you'd you know, get it. Yeah, you know and, I mean? and
0: that's the thing as well. Like I, I'd, I've always kind of wanted to do this. Like I even said to you a couple of weeks ago, like, oh, oh, I'm thinking of doing daily Instagram stories, like you do, just because it's just I don't know. It's like this documentation. It's actually quite therapeutic. It helps with anxiety because sometimes when you're like alone in a day, like for example today, I have been home alone. Um, I've been absolutely glued to my phone today. And I hate when I have days like that. Do you know what I mean? Because I feel like I'm not occupied with anything else. I've been glued to my phone today. I got up, had a shower, had some lunch or whatever. um, And I sat down for about three hours and done some uni work. But every like 10, 15 minutes, I look at my phone. Look at my phone. I really want to
1: send you a case study on social media and dopamine yeah that'll open your eyes
0: yeah that's true you
1: realise why and how people get addicted to the phone and why screen time's so like an all time high and... I can
0: yeah 100% say that I'm addicted to my phone and I'm not like not proud of it <laughs> I hate it like, I hate that I always feel the need to you know check my phone like right before I go to bed right before I wake up in the morning like wh- some of I it's routine morning, when I wake up in the morning some of it's routine
1: some of it's just yeah. purely because you want that dopamine hit mm yeah it's weird anything interesting happened today for you um yes and no I mean obviously it's your plug whatever that is but I don't know how much people want to know about me really um I said like you mentioned earlier I was at head office today so I had a meeting with like my directors of the company and regional managers and flavor testers and graphic designers and People that I know of and I've known of for, you know, ever since I've been in the company, but people I don't really see face to face very often. Mm. So it was generally just to catch up with these people uh, along with what their vision is for my role going forward. So, like I mentioned earlier, they want like a company YouTube channel to kind of, they want me to keep doing what I'm doing, but they also want a company one
0: that builds a brand. Of you. But what yeah. I'm really
1: gassed about is. The freedom i've been given now i know i had the freedom to, to begin with but i never actually had a sit down talk with the director and the regional and saying look here are my ideas of what i want to do tell me if i'm going going if i'm not on the right track or you know, it's, it's one of those things they keep telling me do what you want do what you want do what you want but i'm the sort of person even with that freedom i still need to know where the boundaries are because i could say Fuck it. Let's set fire to the shop. That'd be jokes. Get loads mm. of views. And they're like, don't do that. <laughs> exactly. So you, they can say, do what you want, do what you want. This isn't a dig, by the way. This is just, uh, you know, uh, a...
0: Expression of your
1: feelings. No, I mean, it's just like a perception, I suppose. Mm. Um, so it was nice to say, right, I've got this idea for this sort of series, and we can tie this into that, this into this. And um, they were like, yeah, cool. Do what you want. Uh And then I was like, cool, okay. So we're kind of going, not in a circle, but I'm getting the sort of answers I had before. When I ask them their vision, they then start telling me ideally what they want long-term. Cool, no problem. I can work to that. Now I know where you're trying to aim. I can do the stepping stones in between. Um, I then also ask them to rule out everything that I absolutely cannot do, film, talk about, whatever. So I know where the boundaries lay. And now I've got such an open playing field in between the boundaries. I'm like, this is cool. I'm, I'm actually super excited to get sorted. I'm just now got to spend the next foreseeable future trying to make sure that I can do everything I need to do. Mm. Sleep, work, like not mm. let any like not let any plates stop spinning. Yeah. It's not but a, it's a lot of work, but it's stuff I've been doing anyway. So it's not really extra if that
0: makes sense. No, it's just
1: more of that work.
0: Yeah, I feel the same like it's kind of a topic that we can talk about is um balancing your like work life balance. That oh,
1: sucks so hard. Yeah,
0: and and this is something that I've been doing for years as well. Like I've um, like as soon as I finished school, I done a year of sixth form and then done two years of college and then done 18 months of uni um which was part one it's a it was a foundation degree. Um, which I completed last, se- no, last like August. Um, And then I started my second uni course in the September straight after. So in the six years that I've been out of high school, I've still been in education and I'm just exhausted from it. I wish I could take a break, but I don't want to at the same time. I just want to get it all, all done, all out of the way. But trying to balance a full-time job with full-time uni, like I said, having a life and then just miss it, like, try, trying new things for one, like, I'm I'm a person that like, you can definitely vouch for this, I try so many new different things because I just want to, you know what I mean, I just want to try everything that gets offered up to me, like, like, I, like, recently I've just started roller skating, that's something I feel like I'm really, um, getting into uh there's certain hobbies that i definitely start and i'm like you know well, this isn't for me and i do drop them after like a month or so but like, i've never roller skated before and i was like you know what me and me and a friend decided that we were gonna try and and that's going really well and that's, and that's a nice physical activity as well i do but,
1: rate that though because a lot of people i know will say well, what are you doing there for but they've never tried it yeah and they'll go oh, i don't like that but they never tried it mm mm-hmm. Well, and then later on in life, they go, oh, I wish I'd done this or I wish I'd done that. Whereas you're like, I don't care if I try 16 different hobbies this year, I will eliminate. From a process of elimination, I will yeah. find out what I like and what I don't like.
0: And then there's certain hobbies that I still do like, but I just don't have time for. And I was saying this to you the other day. It's like, like gaming. Like I'm not a massive gamer by any stretch of the imagination, but there's certain games I really do enjoy playing. There's certain um game series i'd love to complete i just haven't got the time to do um same with i mean tv series and stuff like we try you know we we watch a fair bit together but um, and, and then there's some that i'm trying to complete on my own but reading i used to be a massive reader barely do that anymore i play piano but i've got a piano sitting in my oh i say a piano it's like a full size keyboard that's sit uh sitting in our living room but I just don't really play it anymore, and it's not because I don't want to. It's because I just it's prioritizing other things, and and you know, and and this was a concern I did have when I was thinking about starting this uh this podcast because I was thinking I'm gonna have time to do it, but it's just having these conversations. Like, and this is what I like about doing it this way, rather than trying to fit in like two hours to record this dedicated sit down podcast. I'm just adding snippets in the day of what's going on like anything interested happened, whatever
1: yeah of course it makes sense like, what you're trying to do like makes perfect sense to me that's so why i'm like yeah just do it like the more you do it the more comfortable you get because i i would be interested in listening to your week especially from the work stuff obviously i live with you but yeah and you you might <clears> come <throat> home after a 14 hour shift and just go oh how's your day yeah it's all right it's just tired Whereas when you're doing things like this, you're like, "Oh, this bloke shat on me earlier," and I'll be like, "What? Well, that's mad! Like, I would never go to work and expect to get shit on." Do you know what I mean? So, it'd be weird, just uh, a and, and interesting to know, like, "Oh, yeah, this guy came in earlier. I had an ingrown toenail I had to pull out, but it was the size of, well, I was like, the size of his leg or something. I don't know. Like, there's just weird stuff in medicine that the yeah. average person will never experience or I don't see. Even,
0: there's certain things that like I was thinking the other day. Like, I was my last shift that I was at work. Um, like stupid little bits that I've thought about that I could go off and talk about. Like stupid things like oh, I don't even know. Like the other day I left my um my badge at home that, that basically lets me into the hospital and it's also got my key on for my locker. So, so of,
1: like the most important thing you need to bring with you. Basically,
0: yeah? like oh honestly, and it was so annoying because I just had to keep like keep on asking people to let me in places or whatever. Um, but the fact that I didn't have my key meant I couldn't get my work shoes out of my locker, so that means uh, that meant I had to wear my my like shoe out outside of work shoes, which were like plain black and whatever. But my normal work shoes are like waterproof,
1: waterproof,
0: waterproof, waterproof, slip resistant. Um, like do you know what I mean? So it was just they were so uncomfortable and. I was so scared that any minute, like, if someone would, like, I don't know, piss on my foot, it would go on my foot. <laughs> See, I find that mad. <laughs> I find that mad.
1: Like, instead Not of... once in my day do I think someone may piss on my foot. Like, it's weird. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I better watch Doris. She might piss on me. Like, it's usually, I hope this person doesn't get too close to me because they smell. Like <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Or, we've got COVID, so stay behind the screen. Not, oh, uh, well, Dave might shit on me today, so I better take an extra... Yeah pair of gloves or something like that. It's just weird, but I think people will enjoy it.
0: I'm just thinking, like, how much of my life do I put in it? Like, is this part
1: it's up to you. You're like the creator. boring,
0: or do I just keep it more work or
1: my one bit of advice to you, and um, for anyone listening who wants to do things that are their comfort zone, or um, you know, create content of any form, whether it's video, audio, pictures, like whatever. Just do what you like. Like the, the be- there's nothing better than creating something, editing it, or just looking at looking back and just being like, Oh, that's so sick. Regardless if you think like not to think if anyone likes it or not, because at the end of the day, you're doing it for you, mm-hmm. not for other people. Yeah. So if you can edit this and go, Oh, I'm really happy. Like, I could listen to myself talk about my week and oh, I think it's funny or I think like this it sounds it comes across well,
0: that's all that matters. I just like the therapy of it. Like, reflecting is supposed to be a really therapeutic technique. Do you know what I mean as well? So yeah. that's something I'm actually going to quite enjoy about it as well.
1: Yeah, you can always look back at your week and stuff, which is always good. I always said that it's, it's probably good for you to be uh, – if you treat it like minutes, then that'd be cool because you could be at work and you could just say something that you want to add to the podcast, but you might – read like. Listen back to it and go. Oh yeah, I need to do that. Or oh yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah. kind of remind yourself of certain things.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, like at the moment, off off of this, you're just like, oh, do I sound alright? Or do I, I? know, but I oh, feel like I'm doing this right? I do feel oh, like everyone is it, like bro. I do
0: feel like everyone is like that though. Like other podcasts I've listened to, they're all like, oh, I, I hope someone's gonna listen to this. Or they're like, oh, I'm sorry if I sound like this or whatever. And then and then there's some podcasts I'm like hundred odd episodes in and they're like yeah like we sounded proper weird like when we first started I'm yeah, sorry like, do you know me. what I mean because it's like know. yeah or yeah exactly it's just getting used to it isn't it
1: yeah
0: right well I think I'll uh sound off here sound off for the night I think we're gonna watch uh Game of Thrones for a little bit because we're currently on season seven we just started season seven uh well, we're a bit late into the game to be honest um because I think I think season eight finished last year I want to say Just 2018 lockdown 2019 Start watching during lockdown. But yeah and then during lockdown we was like you know what let's let's watch it. never watched an episode um we tend to do that though we, we kind of tend to watch things once the hype's gone with some things with other things it depends. but yeah, no I'm enjoying it so it will uh finish finish the night off with that and then I'll um do another update tomorrow. So it's a new day. It is Thursday, the sixteenth of July. Um, it's around eleven o'clock in the morning. I woke up not too long ago. To be fair, I'm trying to get as much sleeping as I can. Um, while I'm on last my last few days of annual leave. Um, I've just had a yoga little session for like half hour, just a little stretch session um and I just got a text from Jay and he's asked if I can drop his camera off so he's basically working at a different store today because he's covering for someone um and he's asked me to do that and I'm like well it's not like it's 25 minutes out my way but yeah that's fine (laughs) so I'm gonna get myself ready go do that and I'm going around my brother's well my mum's and see my brother and my mum later I think we're gonna watch a film chill see, see what my last day off for me and then tomorrow I start nights well one night shift one rogue night so I just got home it's still Thursday it's now half past six in the evening Um, it's been a quite full-on day after I dropped uh, Jay's camera off um, to work for him we kind of chatted for about 20 minutes just spoke about our mornings and everything and then I went Round my mum's and me, my mum and my brother watched uh, Mamma Mia 2, which is like one of my favourite films. Um, I'd love to know if anybody else loves Mamma Mia. I'm a bit of a kind of, I wouldn't say I'm a proper musical person, but I definitely do like a good musical, and I absolutely love Mamma Mia, and I always cry at the end of Mamma Mia 2. Like, don't judge me. I mean, I don't really care. I'm a very emotional person. But yeah, that was really good. That was really nice. Had a bit of a girl's day, even though it was with my brother. He's he's one of the girls anyway. Um, and then me and my brother went and played um uh we've we've started to play the Assassin's Creed um games. So we're currently on number two, so we played that for a little while. Um apart from that, like I had lunch and then I kind of got home. Um there was point where I was just I was talking to my brother about the podcast and he said that he'd love to talk on it um but we just never got around to it so I know that hopefully soon I can get him on we can have a little chat and and whatnot um, but yeah so I've just um, said hello to Jay as I've got in the house and I'm gonna get dinner ready. I'm gonna do Shepherd's pie tonight. I can't really be honest uh, I can't really be asked to be honest. I'm feeling a bit work today. I've got an awful stomach ache, um, but I am powering through and I do really fancy shepherds pie. I'm just being lazy. I can't be asked to do it, but you know, got to be an adult, got to cook myself, got to feed myself to live, you know, all that bullshit. So it is another day. It is now Friday the 17th of July. It is about 2pm. I woke up about midday because I'm on a night shift tonight. I can never sleep in the day, like have a nap. So I normally try to stay up the night before so then I can have a really good lay in um, and then I can work tonight. So I don't know. I'm out of breath. I'm literally doing nothing. (laughs) So I am literally just chilling. I was doing a bit of um, housework, watching programs, watching Disney Plus at the minute. Um, I'm gonna go for a walk it's a really nice day and I know that I'm gonna be sleeping for most of tomorrow as well because of my night shift so again not really much planned for the day portion but in the evening I'll be at work so let's see what happens in my shift um like I said I'm working with a couple of good friends so I'll see if any of them want to speak on the podcast right so it is uh still Friday the 17th it's now 11 o'clock and I'm partially into my night shift, um, and I'm working with Catherine today. Her favourite. My fave. <laughs> I was genuinely gonna cancel this bank shift, and then like she texted me, she was like, "Don't be a bitch." <laughs> do be a like, bitch about it. And I was like, "Fine, I'll do it." <laughs> um, so yeah, so nothing really interesting has happened tonight. Nice. We did,
2: to be fair. Yeah. Not literally. No one's actually died. Yeah. But.
0: We just, uh, we we're just. We was just talking about just. Random stories, just crazy stories that we've kind of even worked together with. And I just think it would be good to come on and tell your stories.
2: Tell you a few stories. Tell me
0: about the uh, the, the Toe Woman.
2: So, it was <laughs> Mike's last night shift. So this is one of our um, colleagues. And we have notoriously quite horrible night shifts together. Um, and... <laughs> We had sent one of the HCAs on to break, and break started at one o'clock in the morning. I'll just
0: quickly say, like HCA is a healthcare assistant, so basically like a carer. So I don't want to like, interrupt you or anything, but no, like, right. like it, it's hard to know. Sorry, just quickly, it's hard to know like who will listen to this because like if yeah, nurses listen, true. if nurses listen, then you don't have to like break down everything. But that's if like you know other people do listen, like I don't want to, I don't want it to be really jargony. That's fair. Yeah, sorry, I'll let you tell your
2: story. So we sent one of the healthcares on break at one o'clock in the morning. And um, the other healthcare who was on with Lauren, she was like, oh, I'm just going to go down and get a drink. And I was like, yeah, yeah, all right. And then I hear about 30 seconds later, (laughs) Catherine! And And when you hear your
0: name shouted... in down the, the corridor. The I mean, even this job. Anyway, or, or as soon as someone goes, "Can I get some help here?" Everyone just jumps up and runs. And then just, oh my god! I
2: literally so I ran down there and I've seen. Look, going, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't do a bit. And I was like, "What?" And then I've turned around and the HJ that we had sent on break at one o'clock. bear in mind it's now about quarter to two, she <laughs> stood there balancing. <laughs> balancing this patient on her leg and she was screaming around well she was whispering not even screaming she was whispering a random name like Rachel Rachel and Laura's like no one's gonna hear you and so I've walked over and I've gone oh my god no stop stop everyone stop 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 because we're like you put on the floor I was like no stop stop I was like like so, Mike. <laughs> Mike's so we we'll just calling for
0: <laughs> So normally, like, so in hospital we have um emergency buzzes So we pull those, like it's, notoriously, staff pull them when they yeah. need to help quickly with other staff. You rarely hear one go off at night. You normally just, yeah. you just do just call. But in the case that that. Uh, the original HCA was there just with this patient for however long on her own and not calling out. She should have definitely pulled the buzzer oh, I mean, then.
2: But then I can understand why she didn't, because she was balancing her on her leg. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I can just imagine it like story, a seesaw. Like, yeah. I was like, how have you been stood there for that long like it? And so then basically, I've looked down, I can just see this pool of blood, and I'm like, oh my god, where's this coming from? Because she's just had like a hip surgery. <laughs> I'm like, where's it coming from? And then I've looked at her toe, and she's fully ripped off her entire big toe. And I'm stood there, Mike's come running down, and I was like, the toe, the toe's gone, the toe's <laughs> gone. I was like, the toe's <laughs> gone. give the like yeah. the mic. <laughs> and this woman the entire time is like, hurling abuse at us, because she's got like, post-op delirium. Oh, it was hilarious. It was probably the funniest night, because then like, the, the nurse... And when, no, we say, and
0: when we say hilarious, like, <laughs> you've kind of got to make humour out of these situations,
2: like... Yeah, it was, it was... And she, she had no idea anytime I was She was just, like, completely oblivious that her whole toe had fallen, fallen off. And that's... Quite, off. She that's fully fully quite concerning, off. like, did she have... Do you I think, think her
0: think she, was numb Do you think she was Was she diabetic That lady Oh do you think It was still uh, numb From the art? From the art. So I think
2: she got it caught In the bed Trying to get up mm. And then Ripped it Like I don't, I don't Something
0: mind. I haven't yet Mentioned either Because this is only Like the first episode Anyway Is that I work on um, Orthopaedic trauma So that's all like Broken bones and everything And um, our Classic Fracture Our classic thing That we specialise in Are, are, are hips and, um, like, necofema fractures. So, I'm guessing that she was a NOF. So, NOF yep. is necofema. Um, and, yeah, so she probably had her op done that day. Another classic thing that um, the elderly come back with after general anaesthetic is post-op delirium. So, like, a lot of confusion after their operation. And where they should be resting at least for that night, they're trying to get up, they're trying to pull their dressing off, and trying to take their surgical clips within out. Can-
2: the yeah. catheters out.
0: With the balloon on... <laughs> I don't
2: even... Honestly, that's something that makes me cringe I was, on the daily. I was,
0: I was talking to you and Sam about this one lady. Again, it was a night shift. She was post-op, like, from that day. And it was, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. I hear, like, some noise. And as soon as you hear, like, a table bang or something, you think, oh, my God, someone's fallen over or someone's up to something, and then you have to go and investigate. So I go down, and she's in a bay of four patients... And she is covered in blood. Like, you know, like Carrie, the horror film. Like, that's honestly what she looked like. And I was like, what the hell have you done? And literally around her, her dressing was on the floor. The surgical clips, which are like staples, they were out. Like, she'd pulled her catheter out. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I hate when people (laughs) do that. Like, she pulled her catheter out. She pulled all of her cannulas out. There was just blood everywhere, and I don't know where it was. It was coming from all possible sites, and yeah, that was just horrendous.
2: I just don't understand with catheters it's, it goes up into your bladder, and then you inflate mm-hmm. the balloon. Mm-hmm. So, surely pulling on it, surely that hurts. Like, I
0: I know.
2: Regardless of they, your confusion, they don't.
0: They don't think like about how that.
2: How I don't just think it makes me that. cringe. It makes me cringe. I don't know how people do it. That's keep it out.
0: So yeah. So again, I don't know how much I should describe and stuff. But basically, like for people that don't know, so catheters go in your pee hole, your urethra, <clears throat> and they're just a long, thin, like I don't know, centimeter tube. And then once it is in the bladder, we know it's in the bladder because urine will start coming out of the tube. Um, then we basically insert fluid, like saline, basically normal saline, into the catheter and a little balloon blows up at the end. So it kind of creates a little cork to stop it going yeah, yeah. back through the little one centimetre tube because it's now like a I don't know, five centimetre balloon at the end of it. Yet people still pull the catheters out like, with the balloon intact. So you think this massive like grape is coming out of, like a, it's like, a a runner bean. Not even that, like...
2: It's like a undersized satsuma. <laughs> undersized.
0: Underdeveloped.
2: <laughs> Not yet ripe. <laughs> the rump of the, the pick. Oh, it makes me cringe. It makes me cringe.
0: I thought one more that we could just quickly talk about was one that we actually had together, was the, yeah. the young man on the motorbike. We basically had... This guy, he um, he's a motor, uh, motor, motorcyclist and he, like, flew off his bike going, like, over 70 miles per hour and basically he had a degloving injury. So, a degloving injury is where, like, imagine it as if you have gloves on and then as you pull the glove off, imagine that same image, but it's your skin. And, yeah, it's common to happen on the hands and fingers and things like that, but it, ha- it can happen anywhere. And uh, for this man, it happened on his thigh. So, basically, the friction of basically being thrown across the road, the entire circumference of his thigh was ripped and rolled up all the way to his groin. Like, that's what it... So, we didn't see the patient like this. So, I mean, that would have been a sight to see. But because he came in as a trauma case, he had to be um, taken to theatre straight away. So, um... So yeah, so we only actually saw the wound after he came back from theatre, and that was even all like bad then. But he said that he just remember, he remembers that it was, it was basically on him like a blanket, like his leg, and his butt that was literally, like.
2: Bit literally just <laughs> my thigh. Oh my gosh!
0: When um when you go on your friends and they forget to give you a blanket, <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally. Yeah. Oh my god! So yeah, so. So, yeah, but when he came back, um, he still had, like, because so much skin was um, just so damaged, had to cut it away, um, and he needs to have a lot of plastic work now, basically. Mm. He needs to have a lot of um, skin, grafts. skin grafts. I think, it, I think they said that he needed another, like, four operations yeah. until it would be completely closed. It was probably, like, a good two inches open, but just
2: this. Gaping gaps, and you could just see straight to the muscle. Yeah, And you could like see the muscle to hold up like the skin. Yeah, to get his like
0: heel. And I remember as soon as it came, and he was a proper sound guy as well. He was proper like, oh, take a picture for me. Like he was like, oh, take a picture yourself. Go show your friends. Like he probably didn't care. Bless him. Um, Yeah, there was like five of us. And literally, like we just kept on piling in to just go and see this leg. Um, and yeah like he propped it, not mind at all well,
2: I asked him I said oh like what was you wearing because I was thinking like, with leathers how on earth how does that, that ripped but yeah. he said he bought these motorcycling jeans. jeans yeah like 10 years ago obviously he never put them to use he was like if I knew it, they'd literally because as soon as they hit the ground they'd literally just shred it off yeah
0: he was like they ripped like paper oh motorcycle
2: so, yeah. injuries are horrific
0: so I mean that's that's a couple it's a couple for you. That's, 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 that's our more recent one that we've had together that's been a bit long, yeah. my God. Oh, my Jesus. But, yeah, I want to see if Sam wants to have a little chat on my, my yeah.
2: pod in a minute. Sam's has seen some mad stuff. He's
0: a Oh, he has, 100%. And not even just in this country. And he works loads in A&E as well, so... Yeah.
2: yeah. Although, do yeah. you know what? Do you know what some funny stories that Paul told me about? Like, you always hear about the people that go into A&E and things up their arms.
0: Oh, my God. I have... Like, when I worked... When I've done... Um, well, I do bank in A&E, but I, I also had to do a placement as a student on A&E as well. And, you know what? It's always... And, like, this is not me, you know, judging anyone at all. It seems to be the... prim and proper people. Really? Some, well, the Some ones that I've seen... And, and that's not. And there's no judgement, like, anyone can put whatever they want in whatever part of their body, if they, if they really want Preferably to. Preferably sensible
2: things, though. Yeah,
0: sensible <laughs> things. Well, to be fair, like, I remember this guy, he, he like, I, when I said put proper. he came in in a suit, and he didn't, like, you hear some people, when they speak to receptionists in A&E, like, some people are like, oh, I've, uh, you know, got something, um. In, in somewhere where it shouldn't be. And then they're like, yeah, you need to be a bit more specific. But no, this bloke she just walked up to the desk because the receptionist came out and told us after. She was like, just a warning there's a guy. He literally just came up to me and said, I've got a butt plug. It's stuck in my anus. <laughs> and yeah. At the, least he was using the yeah, right thing. Yeah, but he was proper, yeah, and he was proper honest about I, I, There is nothing wrong with that. But it's when people go, like, I've heard stories. Of, pe- like, this bloke, apparently. Like, again, I wasn't working for this, but someone in A&E told me about this, that a guy came in and said that he went to sit down on his toilet seat, um, he slipped off the toilet seat and then fell onto the toilet brush. So the toilet brush <laughs> was up his bum. But but I don't, ever, I don't ever believe that. I mean... I
2: mean, it could happen. It could, I know, could happen, but... I know I was told a couple... By Mr Brown and he said that there was a guy that came in and he was like right so basically I was doing my food shopping and I locked myself out of the house. Oh you've told me the story. Was like, so, <laughs> he was like but I left one of the windows open so I put my shopping down I climbed through the window but I've climbed through the window and I've Fallen back out the window, somehow managed to lose his pants in the whole situation and landed on oh, landed on the ketchup bottle. <laughs> and you think Aww. there's no way. And no, there's something you don't believe. But he, he told me enough one. He was like, Do you know what? He was like, I fully believed him. Everyone believed that. The surgeons believed him. Like, everyone was completely on board. Everyone believed this man. He came in, he was like, so he was like, I was walking around my house naked, and I sat on the sofa, and the remote went up my arse. Fine. Just told the story consistently. Everyone was like, yeah, no, like, fine, like, you know, these things happen. Not the most unbelievable story I've ever been told. Oh, I know, I know, where, this they I know where this is ending. They take him to surgery to remove it. And it's got... They pull out the remote, and it's got the a condom, condom on the end of it. <laughs> I've heard that one as well. oh. My God. Just... I don't know. Yeah. Just be honest. Just be honest, because you're, yeah, anyway. exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna find and out
0: Exactly. You're gonna find out. And the thing is, like, I think we've seen just about everything. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Literally. So
2: literally. you're not gonna
0: get judged. You're not gonna Never. get judged.
2: Never
0: ever. But thank you for uh, that's okay. Coming to my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: thank <laughs> you. coming to my anus
0: talk. <laughs> right, so I've got Sam with me now. Hello so, there. Do you wanna? Tell me your story, how you became
3: an nurse. My background. Yeah. How I became an nurse, That's a good question. So it wasn't my dream since I was a child. To be fair, it was just something that I discovered um, growing up. Um, all part of my mum's family, they all they were they all work in like a hospital environment. So it's you know mm-hmm. uh, I've always been um, attracted by you know the, the human body and the anatomy and physiology mm-hmm. and all of this stuff. So I said, why not? Let me just go to uni. I get a quick degree so I can work till like very young age. And that's what I did. So I got my degree from, you know, university in Rome. And then I came over here mm-hmm. straight away. Roma, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I came over here straight away. And uh, I travelled a bit at the beginning because obviously um, I spent a good, a good two, two and a half years um, trying to get my pin number. So, you know, yeah, going yeah. through exams and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Uh, but eventually, I'm here and I'm you know happy now. I'm, I'm into a career, so that's, that's a good start.
0: How is, how is the general like hospital life different in the UK than it is in Italy or in Rome? Because obviously it can.
3: Well, the first thing that come, comes comes to my mind is just um, I think like the, the um the hierarchy system is a bit different. Like in here, you got um you start obviously with the band two three and you know and so mm. on, and you have got sisters on here. Um, you've got like a ward manager, NET it, is just slightly different in terms of it's we all, We're all nurses, there's no HTA, there's no uh, roles, such as all like that. And we just, like, we just split, um, we do like um, all the care rounds and wash and stuff like that. Um, we do um, therapy, so right round. Um, and then we've got like a one head nurse, which is like the, um, we call it Kavosala, which is like the ward manager really. Um, in charge as well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that that that's it really. It's just uh, it's just very different. We don't have such a so many people doing you know so many things.
0: There's a lot more paperwork here, right? Exactly. There's a well. lot
3: more paperwork. It's just we're we're very more we're practiced really. We yeah. do a lot of practice more.
0: And that's what I really like as well. Um, like and even your training, like your university is four years and. Actually, right. actually and
3: three, but I remember I've done um, more than two thousand hours of um, placement. All
0: right. So let's. Oh, um, I'm thinking of Portugal because I know in Portugal they, they have do. Four they years. do exams.
3: They do like exams yeah. for three years. They do like a uni course for three years. Yeah. And then for the last year, which is the fourth, they just do all all year placement. Yeah. Whereas in my country it's a bit different. We do all different ended. So it's like everything at yeah. the same time.
0: I just think I just think it's so good though. Like what you do. Like for example, like most. Most student nurses, like, not doing the route that I'm doing, but most student nurses have never worked in a hospital in their life. Yeah, so they have to be qualified to then even go and train to insert a cannula, for example, mm. whereas, like, during your training, you do well, that we, as when part we, of your yeah, training, right? When we finish
3: you, our university career, we're fully can, trained.
0: Yeah, you have to have competencies sign off while you're training, rather than... Become exactly. a registered nurse and then have to learn all these additional exactly. things. It comes
3: in the packet. Yeah,
0: and just certain things as well. Like for example, you're allowed to do um, arterial blood gases. Yeah. In Italy, whereas in in the UK, only a, a doctor is allowed to do that.
3: Or blood culture, for example. Yeah. Especially what, in Well, I mean,
0: I mean, we can do blood culture. We just have yeah. to have the training. It's just like on the ward. Yeah,
3: exactly. You, you think,
0: oh, well, only a doctor can do it, but then you work in A and It's a bit tricky,
3: actually. Some of them. Yeah. Let you some of them. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Earlier, me, you, and Catherine were talking about just stories, like random story, patient stories. Is only ones that have kind of?
3: Oh, that's the funny bit. Caught your
0: attention, or been funny, or have been scary, or well, very, very the first. Gory? Well,
3: no, the, the first thing that I've noticed is um, I haven't when I first came here, and I haven't experienced like a, like, um, you know, contact with patients with dementia. You know, it's just um it back in Italy it's it's a bit different. I didn't remember, you know, being in contact with these people. And when I came here I was a bit not scared, but you know
0: not bit, back. Yeah, it's like what's going on. Yeah, yeah what's
3: going on. So it's a bit it's a bit you need to get used to this. And of course we've got funny stories about, about patients, confused patients. Um I remember that I was uh I was looking after day four. I didn't have my P number yet. And they were all literally they were all confused in different ways, they were all confused. Yeah. And <laughs> We used to have <laughs> this is very funny actually we used to have um what we call like a cushion mat that um you know just it just it it goes like when the patient stands up it, it sounds like a yeah. it. so yeah, it just yeah. it just goes woo woo, it goes like this yeah, and it's yeah. really like loud and you can hear it from like <laughs> right far away and there was this patient who was trying to stand up and every time obviously she was trying to get up uh, this this thingy was just like
0: panicking us making us yeah, panic yeah. And so, then, basically, it's a, it what we call a falls alarm. So, a patient sits on a chair on the falls alarm, and then as soon as the alarm detects that the patient has stood up, yeah. it starts making a noise, so the exactly. nurses are notified. So, then we go to make sure the patient doesn't fall.
3: Obviously, <laughs> obviously, the patient could hear it as well. Like, yeah. could hear the noise as well. And every time she every time she could hear the noise, she used to, like, rub her, her call bell and went, hello, like, answering the phone. Yeah. It was funny. <laughs> and was, every time it was like this. As long as, like, you could have explained it, like, many times... That, there's, you know, no, she, there's no way she can understand.
0: No. Uh,
3: bless, she, she can help her. No. You no, know. um, yeah, but other other like funny stories. Just you just like, it, they 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 become like so common that you you know you don't you, you don't just remember them every I know, time.
0: I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, it is hard. Like working with dementia patients is is a different ball game, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's, and it's like you say, it's something you get used to. Like I've had patients punch me around the face you know what I mean like try to pee on me I remember I had this this guy that was in Bay four he um
3: half string is always Bay four isn't it it
0: is yeah (laughs) (laughs) he tried to chuck his urine bottle over me Mm. and then he tried to chuck his frame at me and I was absolutely mental and then there's a lady that was in 17 which is like adjacent to Bay Four, there's she because she was confused. She got up. She went in there with her stick, like swinging it around, because she was trying to protect me. And oh my god!
3: Yeah, that was really like,
0: the store Yeah, and sometimes like it gets that bad. Like you have to, you have to call security, and you think, I'm calling security on this vulnerable dementia patient that you wouldn't want yeah, to. Do you know is, what I mean? Like
3: I agree, but the thing is, uh, you call security like sometimes even with non-confused patients mm. like when the patient gets aggressive or they've got yeah. like a background of like anxiety depression uh, sometimes even mental health. yeah mental yeah. health especially yeah. they're just like they, they just scream they just like it's it's honestly unmanageable so you need to they always come up on the ward having like the rides from thats one prescribed yeah um so you really need to be careful they really they really uh, struggle they want to get out of bed they want to get out of the ward they want to go down for a fag. you you Know you look like a monster to them because yeah. you, you wouldn't let them go, but
0: one of the uh worst, like absconding. So, absconding is basically when a patient's trying to leave without um permission, permission like medical advice, yeah. you know, medical consent or whatever. Um, was I remember it was on a night shift, me and Lauren were on a night shift, and this lady she was only like maybe 50, 60, so it was not, it's not really common for someone of that age to get like post-op delirium like I was speaking about earlier but I think like she had a lot of mental health issues mm. she had she so al- alcoholic as well so she was probably withdrawing as well which can also cause confusion Um, and she had just had her operation she was trying to get up constantly through the night we just kept on hearing noises from the bay that she was in so at one point we hear a massive bang and she's gone over to near the window to try to get herself out of the window. She's basically falling over by the window, which was just crazy. We get her back into bed, but the worst bit was that she got up again like an hour or so later, Um, and she had a she had a coat on, she had everything. on. she managed to get, get herself really dressed. Yeah, got get herself dressed. Had had a a bag had a frame actually
3: actually sorry go on do you know
0: who i'm talking about yeah i don't remember the name though she's walking she's walking with her frame and we're like come on come on like you, you need to sit down like like we'll get a doctor you can speak to a doctor um in
3: the middle of the night yeah
0: yeah in the middle of the night she starts hitting her frame at us and then she starts like speeding up the up to the end of the ward um, and then because our ward basically has, has a lock, like it's um, you can only get in and out through a swipe or a, a button, um, and she couldn't work that out. So um, as we've just been basically assaulted by her frame, I turn around to go call security. Like seconds later, I hear smashing, like a banging at the end of the ward. I look down, and this woman has, got, has grabbed a fire extinguisher that was on the wall near the end of the ward, and she's smashing... Fight the glass that's on the door, it's, it's just oh, a wooden God. door with little glass windows and she's smashing the glass and there was glass everywhere and then security comes up and the bed office come up and, and mm. one of the bed office, he like...
3: Honestly, like a war zone.
0: Oh, honestly. And you think, oh, like, what do you do? Like, how do you carve these people down? And
3: Actually, speaking of um, windows, yeah, I yeah. remember there was a patient, still talking about funny stories, Uh, obviously a confused patient because some of them, they're confused, but they, like, Generally, yeah, they can pleasantly confused, yeah. Yeah. So there was this patient in I think bed nine, bed ten, yeah. So bay three this time. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he he was a smoker, and obviously he couldn't oh, smoke God in God hospital. God. He couldn't, sm- he couldn't <laughs> smoke. He in hospital. I remember it was with Trudy. Yeah, she's quite peculiar as well. And all of us had then at some point, like around two or three in the middle of the night, he um, stood up. I don't know how or why. Very stealth in stealth mode, and he got himself to like the dead, like the 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 bay desk yeah. we've got like a, a desk at the end of the bay and um, by the windows and he was literally there smoking his little fag yeah <laughs> when Trudy when we realised it Trudy went with with like a a, a cup of water um, just to like put the cigarette in it yeah. you know just to and the patient just grabbed the cup the cup of water and went oh thank you with a hush ray thank you with a hush ray oh and <laughs> he was like, just tapping his fag yeah, up tapping...
0: in the oh my god
3: like honestly was the funniest stories ever oh
0: god yeah but
3: obviously like we can talk about funny stories but we're all nurses so it's 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 all a matter of like being um very careful with some patients as well because they can be very ill like very sick and like often realizing this is, is crucial
0: mm-hmm.
3: i remember i was um uh i was a i was in charge of one of the night shifts and um a patient in 24 uh, she was she was quite good she was admitted the night before or the day before anyway um, in the morning when we went to check her, she was really, like, she, she was... It looked like she was having a stroke. In fact, I had to put a stroke call out. Mm-hmm. In that moment, you, you really think, oh, my God, this is quite scary. Like, this is... Mm-hmm. You know, you need to 100%. be really careful because it's, yeah. it's not just you. You need to involve lots of people. You need to, like, uh, Make do... Make sure all the Do a exactly, yeah. lot of stuff, which I'm not talking about this now, but, you know, you need to be careful. It's not just funny stories and, you know, come to work with friends and colleagues. Oh, it's 100%, it's just, yeah. It's, it's a whole but, packet of,
0: yeah, so you have your professional demeanor, and then you, uh, there's no point in saying that you don't have a, a joke and a laugh at, at on any job, like whether you're a nurse, whether you're whatever, because because you do, do you know what I mean? But but yeah, there's there's definitely some funny times, but we know exactly when we need to s- switch, yeah, to serious mode. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Debbie um, the always says, "This is not a playground." <laughs> but yeah. But thank
3: you for That's our right. little chat. No worries. Anytime,
0: it's a pleasure. So I am awake. I'm alive after my night shift last night. It was um, it wasn't too bad to be fair. I had a good team on. I had a really good team on. And that always make makes the shift better. Um, it's a bit busy. I had a fair few admissions over the night, um, and then I've. Got home, slept for about five hours because they'll start days tomorrow. So it is a bit difficult going between days and nights or nights and days, but this is overtime, so this is my own fault that I've booked this year. So. so I haven't really done a lot today. I've literally just been watching Disney+. Plus. I've just had a shower. Just going to get everything ready um, for work tomorrow. Have some dinner uh, when Jay comes home from work. But yeah, I'm not sure who I'm working with tomorrow. So, um. but we'll see. So, uh, Dave's just got home and he was just telling me that at work he actually had a customer that was one of my old patients. And like, it took took us a while to figure out who it was because he was like, oh yeah, it was just like this dude with a broken leg. And I was like, yeah, that could be anyone. Yeah. That <laughs> and, was... then... <laughs> yeah. and then we worked out who it was um, and he remembered his name. Basically, um, this gentleman had um, a fair few mental health issues um he came in with a broken leg he was really going through a tough time and you could see it like he really oh like honestly it it broke so many of our hearts and he was only a you know young lad as well um and his parents were absolutely amazing and they stayed with him every single night in the hospital um and and just to see him, basically, he came back to the hospital um, and he the, the improvement was insane. And I'm not talking about his leg injury. I'm talking about, like, him himself. Um, and it was just so nice to see that our ward, like, made a difference for him. And his family were always so, like, thankful and, oh, just so, so lovely. Um, and, like, he actually recently about six months ago added me on social media and just to see his pictures of how well he's doing and he just looks like a different person I'm just so happy for him and yeah and Jay just came home and said that he actually met him today and he was talking about me and, and a couple of my other colleagues from work and I just think that's crazy I think that's absolutely mental oh it's just quite overwhelming kind of thing like it's, because you you do wonder. You think like, have I actually made what's the word? Like have I actually contributed to someone's recovery or care or? But then to hear him literally mention my name, is fucking crazy. No,
1: it's mad. It it's, it shows how small of a world it is as well.
0: Yeah. So it is Sunday, the nineteenth of July now. It is ten to seven in the morning. I've just got to work. Oh my god, I'm tired. I only probably got about four, like three and a half hours, four hours sleep last night. I just could not sleep, which is to be expected after getting my body into night mode. But I've got coffee. I've got a energy drink for later on in the day. I know, goodness, promoting uh, healthy beverages, but. Kind of gotta do what you gotta do, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna see how today goes, so it's later on in the day. I am home now. um I'm fed. I'm showered. Today was interesting. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. Um I was very tired. I kind of hit a wall about three four pm. I was working pretty steadily up until then, and then, yeah, I just hit a, hit a wall like oh, I need to sleep. <laughs> so I had to kind of crawl through the rest of my shift, but, um, Sadly we had a death um today on the ward which is always sad obviously some some cases do affect nurses you know more or less than others um but I think it's just really sad when they are more unexpected of course um I spoke to this lady yesterday morning. So at the end of my night shift, I kind of like said goodbye, helped her out, got her comfortable. Um, And sadly, when I went in today, she was very, very unwell and and sadly passed away. So it's just important to give, you know, dignified end of life care. Um, It's just really sad to see someone, you know, completely fine one moment and then unfortunately the next very unwell but that is the job so I am going to round this off now that is my first week um it may have not been the most interesting um but I'm gonna persevere they will get better (laughs) and some weeks are more interesting than others in life anyway so I'm just being real here like I said at the start um, so I would love to talk to anyone that actually decides to listen to this. Um so like do you work in healthcare too? Like are you a nurse? Are you a doctor? A radiologist, like anything. I'd love to I'd love to speak to my fellow medical people. <laughs> Why can I not speak right now? My medical professionals, oh my god, you know what? I'm tired. I think I need sleep. <laughs> um, but even if you don't work in healthcare and can relate to anything that I've said this week, um, I'd love to know. So I've kept it nice and simple social media wise and just created an Instagram account where you can come and chat with me. So you can follow me on Instagram at The Nursing Burrito and let's talk in the comment section. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye.